Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. What's the matter, Billy? Uh, it happened again last night. Erectile dysfunction again? You said it. It's so embarrassing. You know, Billy, there are solutions to erectile dysfunction that don't require surgeries, hypnosis, or heavy drinking. What could there possibly be? I use Footy Prime the podcast. That's right. Anytime I'm going to jump in bed with Clara, I just throw on an episode of Footy Prime and we're raring to go for the whole night. Wow, I never thought of that. Uh, what does Clara think of it? Well, she loves the idea of being in bed with five other guys. Maybe I should give that a try. Footy Prime works great when you're with your partner or if you're just alone on an afternoon because you've got five other guys. Huh, maybe my solution to ED has been five other guys the whole time. Footy Prime the podcast. It'll really get that party started in your pants. Side effects may include erectile dysfunction. <laughs> oh my God. Side effects might include erectile <laughs> dysfunction. <laughs> it sounded like the champ. That was amazing. The champ. That'd be, my, that'd be my worst nightmare being in a session with you boys. <laughs> if we were around the bed watching, grading you, Jimmy? No. Craig, I was the champ the whole time. Did you know that? Did you not know that? Yeah, well, that's, that, that's that, true. That was me. That's true. The Jimmy, where are you going tonight? You're all dressed up. I don't get it. Nowhere. Really? Somebody no. coming over? No. No, he's going to throw on like, an episode of Footy like Prime with five today. other guys. <laughs> Where are you going, Jimmy? You're going somewhere, surely. You're wearing a button-up shirt. Yeah. Well, I'd wear a Puma jacket if I got one. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You must have done some dry cleaning after your Sportsnet gig. That's I what did. it was. I brought everything cleaned after all that. Mm. I did, Remember? too. I just need to pick it up. It's only been there for a month and a half. I think a few weeks ago, actually, we asked a question to the, the listeners. If anyone used or, or ever played Footy Prime during um, uh, a moment of great passion 
intimacy. Let us know. And no one let us know. So I guess no one has until now. I doubt it. Yeah, it would, it would give me a soft on. Mm. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Jimmy's even here right now. Jimmy, you, 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 your Forest are playing United right now. In the yeah, no, we're down two now. Half time, yeah. Velvet love going back to Old Trafford next week. Yeah, good luck. Two two legs for the Carabao Cup semifinals. Are you having it or not having it? I don't think it should be home and away. It's ridiculous. It's a lot. It's too many games as it is. Too many games. And why this one? I mean, the FA Cup obviously has never done that, but it's it's got so much more to it. The FA Cup, right, than the Carabao Cup. Why does this it, tournament think it's to so have important? replays? Though I mean, replays for the final. Yeah. How about that? 100,000 Wembley, 1-1, one, one, uh, replay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there was a replay yesterday, right? Accrington Stanley against Boreham Wood in the third round. Yeah, I don't know who won, actually. I'm going to say Boreham Wood, but I don't know. Well, thanks, Craig, for that. I'll say Boreham Wood, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. I know, Jimmy. I mean, care about Cup. You listen, you're down 2 now. I know that, but... I mean, get into the final would be all right, wouldn't it? You wouldn't yeah, say no getting that, would you? No. I think if you're looking at it, you're going, okay, if you get past Man U, I think you got a little bit of a chance, don't you? It's Newcastle who beat Southampton yesterday. Of course, you guys know that. I'm sure you watched yeah. that one as well. Yeah. 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 Well, they sort of play again, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, Val Veghorst scores his first goal today for, for United. Big old Val Veghorst. Do you remember your first goal ever, Jimmy? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was at Bristol City. I think I came down the line. It was line. his last one, too. Brian, Brian Tinian set me up. I think I pinged it bottom corner, ran over to the stand, and did that stupid celebration because I didn't know what to do and I pointed at the name of my back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't Jimmy, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Was it because you didn't know what to do or because you're just a douchebag? Well, I'm a bit of both. <laughs> I was a douche and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> did you get any? Did you get it from the veteran players or anyone on the team? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They all came over and, what are you doing? I don't know. Scuffed it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what to do. So did that kind of ruin the, ruin the moment for you when you realized, oh, no, what have I just done? Yeah, I was like, I've never scored before. That's my first goal. They were like, well, you're being a dick. I'm like, can I just enjoy the moment? What do you think? Am I allowed to celebrate this? It's supposed to be the name on the front of the jersey, not the back, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. Well, you learn the hard way sometimes, Craig. Yeah, I know. And I seem to learn the hard way an awful lot. Our buddy Frankie Yellup, he didn't score many, right? He scores this cracker against Manchester United, and he didn't know what to do. So he just did the windmill. He's just run, He's running up the sideline, just doing the one arm windmill. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brutal. I would. I would have a sharpie. Be ready to side the ball. Run in, side the ball, kick it into the crowd. That would be your your <laughs> celebration. Yeah, would yeah. be mine. Have a sharpie ready to go. <laughs> what about you, Craig? If you were a goal scorer, would you be um, some of them made a big deal of of each goal you scored, or would you be like one of those guys that just you know, I, this is my job. So I'm supposed no, to do. I would, I would, oh man, I'd be thirty rows up. Oh, <laughs> pants would be off. His top would be off. Body surfing. 
<laughs> body surfing across the sand. This beached whale, how did it get up here? How did this you beluga see, this get up here? Enormous torso going across the crowd. Yeah, imagine that'd be seven seats across. <laughs> it's too bad though, right though, Craig, right? I mean, everyone else in the team gets that first goal moment. Goalkeepers don't. What's the, what's the equivalent for a goalkeeper? When you're a young goalkeeper, the first clean sheet? Can't be the first save. I mean, you can't uh, be celebrating that. That would be really funny, though. First PK? <laughs> yeah. Sliding on your knees? But it must be weird, right? And no. I've never really thought about this because when the team scores, like, I'm in the middle of going to celebrate. And the goalkeeper's always back there by himself celebrating. It's, like, it's I, not I, like you're going to run up 80 yards to go celebrate. I did once in a while. Did you? That's a good yeah. run for you. What was it? It must have been a cold day. You just thought, oh, I'll go for a run here. Yeah. It was running the running the, on the way back that got hard. <laughs> <laughs> once I hit about 100, what, 120 meter mark, I lactic acid started kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Gets back just leaning against the post. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you wouldn't you like that, Jimmy? You'd appreciate your goalkeeper coming up and meeting you halfway and celebrating with you, wouldn't you? It's nice. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, I've only had a couple that would make the run up once in a while, depending how big the game was. Who was the biggest, the biggest supporter of you as, as a goalkeeper? The one guy that was a good, a big part of the room. You know, was always part of those celebrations. Was there one in your career? There was Besant. Well, Dave Besant was awesome. He was hilarious. Same with Mark Mark Crosley in the dressing room. Two good guys. Robert Green was a good guy as well. He was just breaking in uh, in the England squad. Bit bit different at times, as most goalkeepers are, but he was actually a nice guy. Yeah, but I think Bez, David Besson was a, the best. The best wicked manager. What's that? He had some presence. Who, best? Oh, fuck. Monster of a man. Especially oh, when he yeah. had the, the big hair. Yeah. Well, part big, of the crazy gang, right? I mean, the hair was yeah. perfect for that. Yeah, and he was like that, even in the dressing room. Pranks, doing stupid things all the time. Loud. Funny, funny guy. What a guy. Told you when he had a fight in the, in the nightclub one night, and I looked over, and he's rolling around the floor with some kid that's like 21. <laughs> you didn't tell us that. No, what happened? Didn't I tell you this? <laughs> no. So we, we went out for a team a, a team night out. It was like on a Tuesday night when we go out. I think a place was called like Icy's in Nottingham. We're out just having a beer, good little laugh, and it's student night. And all of a sudden, a scuffle breaks out, right? I, my drink spills. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I look, and big fight's going on. And so the few of us are just stepping back to the bar, having a conversation. And you just see these guys rolling on the floor. And I'm looking, I'm going, Man, that's a big man down there on the floor. It's a really big guy. And then the doormen are coming over, grabbing him. I'm like, holy shit, that's Besson. <laughs> he's he's fighting a 20-year-old on student night. <laughs> Different era, right? Imagine nowadays that happening. Oh no, it never happened. Either. Imagine if like Fraser Forster was having a scrap at a nightclub. No. <laughs> you know, it's it's Dave Besson. So he's not getting chucked out. So he just comes back, grabs his pint, and starts having a conversation with us again. <laughs> I was like, Pez, what the fuck was that? 
I don't know. Our kid was getting a little bit chip, you know, a little bit chirpy. I was like, all right. He's got like beer all over his pants from rolling around on the ground. Oh, that's gross. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned pranks though, Jimmy. Yeah. Did anyone ever take a prank prank badly? Because I've seen it before and like take a swing at someone or get so angry that they didn't want to play with the guy or that there had to be an apology after anything like that. Well, there there was a few like really bad ones. Um, I played with uh, well Alan Rogers Tank. That was his nickname. He was absolutely crazy. And uh, Andy Johnson as well, another central midfielder. The two of them were off the chart. And what they would do is they would, as soon as you get off the bus, they would run off and they go grab the room keys and they go to somebody's room and just trash it. And it got to the point, I think, where, where John will actually take a shit and leave it on someone's heater in the room. <laughs> so when you went down, for, when you go down for lunch or for dinner, he turned the heating on full blast and just leave this turd on the radiator. And he would never tell anybody who it was. And then you'd come back in your room and you're like, what's that smell? Jesus. You'd be phoning the front desk. Like, hey, you know, my, my room smells like shit for some reason. It's really hot as well. That, that was... <laughs> that was, that was much. Thing, Unhygienic yeah. is what that is. Jesus. Oh, who are these humans? You should see, like, I, if I told you half the stuff that these guys did, it was it was off the chart, off the charts. And then it got to the point where, as soon as we pulled up to the hotel, it was a race off to make sure that they didn't get your room key. <laughs> and we had to tell the people at the front desk, like, I'm, I'm Brennan. Just look, there's my there's my ID. Please take this down. If anybody asks for my room key and says that they're me, it's not, right? It was it was brutal. Your, your rooms used to get trashed every time you come back from dinner, and oh, it was a nightmare. Yeah, that's that's going a little bit far. A bit of good natured jostling, you know, that's all right. But taking a dump in someone's room, Jesus Christ! And put it on the radiator. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah, or on the pillow is always a good one. Between it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just just as you get. Just as you tuck yourself in, you put your hand under the pillow. <laughs> There's a turd. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Well, Ben, Canadian get-togethers, Craig. I mean, I know you mentioned Jimmy was often that, that guy, a bit of the prankster, obviously with the snake. <laughs> but uh, anyone else jump to mind? Uh, I'd have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a few. Why? Why so coy? Well, it's probably horrendous stuff. Well, I mean, uh, let's be honest. Craig, I, I mean, I don't specific about I mean, pillows. I, I'm sure Bertie was know, like that. Um, <laughs> I think we have yeah, old yeah, school uh, Craig internet today, haven't we? Yeah, his he's he's got winter weather internet today. Yeah, it's a storm right now. By the way, not that anyone any of you really care. Uh, our West Coast faithful don't care, obviously. But right now, it's it's snowing pretty hard. I went it's out heavy. to shovel. I went out to shovel charms. My shovel broke in half. The snow's oh. so heavy. Really? Yeah, well, maybe it was you're also too one. strong. That, well, I was, I was thinking that. It really depressed me, though, because I, like, I was all into Longer it. You're the Hulk. I am a bit of a Hulk lately. I'm about 306 pounds. I look like Lou Ferrigno. I thought you were I, getting fit. I was for a while. Now it's back. That's all down the show. No, it's starting again next week. I start my uh, 
12 day wild rose detox, to, uh, which I haven't done in a year. And that what happened though? Uh, shoveling, pardon me, by the way. No oh, heart yeah. attacks happened. Shoveling, be careful. Shoveling. What happened was just I got sick and then I've been eating bread a lot. Of I love mm. bread right now, and the carbs yeah. are calling me. Yeah, I love carbs. You no, know, man, I hear you. I hear you. And I and like if someone goes, Hey, do you want a Subway sandwich? I'm like, Sure, of course you do. I'll eat a Subway sandwich. Even as like a mid-afternoon snack? Sure, as as the snack. I'll have a 12-inch meatball for a snack. Subway, Subway, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but they tried to go into Ireland, and Ireland banned them and said, no, you're not allowed in because your bread technically isn't bread the That's way right. you make it. Yeah, it didn't have enough. The sugar content was yes, like off right. the chart. It right. was cake. Yeah. It's really, yeah. yes, that's interesting. So who feels like a Subway sandwich now? I do. Big time. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nail a six inch. <laughs> was that hard when you were playing, like keeping your diet under control? Was that the hardest part? I mean, I imagine if I was a professional footballer, I mean, I could see that the tra- I, I think I'd probably quite enjoy the training. That's fine each day. But the diet restrictions, and it was different when you first started playing maybe, but that would be really difficult for me. Was that hard for you, Craig? No, not at all. Didn't find it difficult at all. Just bought good good groceries and produce for home. And especially later years when the club would provide a really good lunch and and the right food and all of what's whatnot. And and then when you're on way trips, you're eating well. Everything's prepared for you. It's so easy. Yeah. Is it like I a buffet? We used, to, we used yeah. to go in, in the mornings, you'd have breakfast, train, then you'd have lunch the food was really good and then on away games we used to travel with a chef as well so the chef on the bus would actually have your dinner ready for you he'd have it all heated up so as soon as you got all matches finished jump back on the on the bus then he'd bring all the dinner to the tables so you ate remember remember we took a cook down to mexico for a qualifying game because every time we went down there a bunch of us would get you know montezuma's and uh, I think the worst trip we ever had for people getting sick was when we took our own fucking chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, when you guys were, when this chef, was he like a nutritionist chef or just great food? Or did the, you guys start getting nutritionists then? Yeah, the nutrition would be there. Like nutritionists would be there. And obviously okay. the chef would go through the menus together and they put it all in place. It's like with TFC as well, the same, you know, you're going for breakfast and your lunch and everything would be just perfect because it, it they got a really good there. setup at TSC, you know, up uh, at Downsview, their training center is great, isn't it, Jimmy? And great oh, it's cafeteria, top notch. But is it like a buffet set up for like training or are you giving yeah. plates? Is it buffet? Because yeah, so I, just... I, I have difficulties at buffets, big difficulties. Controlling I, yourself? I, yeah, I just oh. gorge. So if, if I was at a buffet every day at training, I mean, do they keep an eye on you? Like, hey, you've, you've been you've been here twice already. Maybe the third plate's not advisable. <laughs> the waffles. I, I think, I think oh. if the players were, were doing it, there'd be an issue. But I think if you did it, Sharms, I don't think they'd give a shit. <laughs> no, me, obviously. <laughs> I, know I think what, they, what would end up happening is they would say, right, let's let the academy, the reserves, the first team, the coaching staff go before Sharms. <laughs> Whatever's left. You can so have. if Sharms was still playing, like say he was a player – they would only say anything if your ass was wiping out your footprints. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wish I put wet on my ass. My ass, there, there is no ass there, but everywhere else, but not the ass. It's too bad. But yeah, that, that'd be tough for me. I, I did wonder, I mean, because you're right, at TFC training, it looks always so good and smells good. And, you know, when I've been there, I always kind of hope that I get the invite in there when I come for a snack and I never get the invite. It's too bad. Nah, so Teach took me in there once. Got a, I think, or maybe it was you, Jimmy. You and Teach, I, I think, took me in there. Got a coffee. Yeah, we brought you in for lunch. Yeah, that's a waste of a buffet. Craig at a buffet. Yeah. Uh, Mac, could I have Mac a double cheese. espresso and a can of chili? Do you have any cans of stag chili, please? That's, uh, that's what I eat four times Inferno. a day. <laughs> that's yeah. my snack food. I couldn't help but notice you don't have any beans. Do you not have beans? <laughs> Actually, I went to my uh, my kitchen this morning, and they're making the, we have this breakfast pie. It's got beans, um, egg in it, sausage, bacon. Oh yeah, it's so good. So it's they're they're cross they're, promotion, cross yeah, promotion. Shaman's proper pies. <laughs> it's called Bizzo's Breakfast. Our chef Ooh. Dave Bizzo, um, and he'd been making this big, huge vat of it. So it's in the fridge, the walk-in fridge. Like about four or five of these big trays of this stuff, and I'm like, I'm so hungry. So I got a little plate and I made a massive amount, put it in the oven, heated it up. Got it out, and my wife says, "You're just a greedy bastard, aren't you? You really are, because it was just way too much for one human being." But I finished you're, it. You're, that's why you're wondering whether we got told off going back again. You're like, you know, I get told off. I do all the time. Well, because your ass is wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like food a lot. Big fan of it. Big fan. Um, so I, I'm sure you saw this, or Craig put it on the dark web, that there's new financial fair play rules, um, basically trying to curtail what Chelsea does, these long-term contracts, giving you less time to make payments. So it got me thinking, what is the most boring topic in football? <laughs> I saw that, Craig. Thanks, Craig. That's useful. Oh, was it you, Wonga? Was it you, Wonga? Was it no, Craig? no. I don't think I put FFP. I had to look up what FFP because he's okay. been using that acronym. I asked for topics Craig. for today's yeah. show, and then Craig, well, here's one. I'm like, go fuck yourself. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah. It, but it doesn't seem you guys have told me about FFP and been talking about it since Danny was on the show. And so it's gone back at least two and a half years, and it doesn't seem to make an effing difference. Like, it's FFFP for fuck's sakes. Like, it's, <laughs> it's stupid because they just keep finding new ways to get around it. Right? Yeah, they seem to, they, but they are watched, and Chelsea are on a watch right now. But you know what they did with the long-term contract, uh, Mujic, um, We predicted they'd come down on it, and they have. They're they're going to stop that. They're going to. I think they're probably looking at a maximum of five years because I knew that that was never going to hold water. They're, that was never going to stand. It's just spreading out that debt over that sort of period. But you know, Chelsea has spent. The new owners have spent more in one foul swoop than Abramovich ever did. Yeah, they really have. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, you remember Barcelona though? Wonga last year had to sell Messi and all these changes. Yeah, that was yep. kind of FFP. It was within La Liga. But I think it's making some changes. But, you know, like accountants, they find holes and ways to contravene all sorts of rules, right? But it also seems to me it's kind of like that luxury tax where if you're if you're from a you know a big market or have a team with a big market, then they get taxed or that they get penalized. But it doesn't change the way you approach it because you always have this bigger flow of money coming in, 
and you can pay that tax. So it j- doesn't really change anything. That's no, all. No. They, remember too, they've, they, they've got lawyers on their wage bill that they're paying an absolute fortune to find all the loopholes and gray areas. And mm-hmm. they're just going through all paperwork all day, trying to find ways that they can manipulate the system. Is it more boring mm-hmm. to talk about FFP or VAR? VAR is exciting to talk about now. One Go big ahead, factor Greg, for Chelsea and, and financial fair play will be, because I think they'll be okay otherwise, if they do not make the Champions League, I don't think there's a chance within the, the rules of financial fair play. They've sold a whole bunch of players. They have done so over the last few years. And the way they've structured it, they look okay at the moment. But... I think making the Champions League is 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 imperative, and I think that's why they're going crazy. I think they they're trying to do this, but they're they're risking an awful lot by doing it. Well, that's a huge gamble. I mean, they're not going to make the Champions League this year, right? I don't think. Let's what, what are the standings. Any point? No, like they're not. Points? I can't see them getting in. No, no right now they're. Uh, let's see here in the table. So at the moment they're in tenth place, twenty nine points. Yeah, they're, they're ten points back of United. Mm. It ain't happening. No. And they've no. got so many teams to leapfrog to get there as well, mm-hmm. right? So it's a massive gamble. You're right. So you think there'll be a huge sell-off too with some of the dead wood. I mean, I would think Mason Mount, for example, is being linked with mm-hmm. uh, with the move away. Um, even Raheem Sterling hasn't really worked out there, has it? And, and he could be on his way yeah. out as well. What worries me more than financial fair play in the Premier League is the there's too many American owners in the Premier League. Yeah, there's 11 if you include, well, eight full ownership and another three. So if you're looking at rule changes and you're needing two-third majority at about, what's that, 14 teams, what happens when the Americans get to 15 and they decide to close this down and there's no promotion relegation? These guys want a, a return on their money. But there could be two Americans leaving, though, right, with, with Liverpool and uh, United, United, if they're full sales. Everton's for sale now. Announced just after they fired Frank Lampard, he's Mashiri says I've had enough. I heard he came out and said he's he's there. Yeah, I think he came out. He came out today. I read on BBC that he's he's not selling. Oh, he's not selling now. So where did that story come from? No, there was rumors that he was talking to someone, but I think that was a media more or less. That was me. I said he was going to be selling. Oh, it's Wunger. Okay. Uh, I started the rumor. <laughs> yeah, you're the insider. The insider of bullshit. Just start things up. Going, going back to Chelsea as well. I mean, the only way that they're they're going to be okay is, I mean, they're going to have to win Champions League this year. Mm. They'll have to. They'll have to win it. Otherwise, they got no True. chance because they're not getting in next year. And they are. They got a tough match coming up against Dortmund. Good luck with that. Yeah, the way they're playing right now. And Craig, I wanted to ask you, you, you brought up the Americans, but why Americans specifically? It's because the the Middle Eastern states no. that own um that well, own the those other clubs, they approach it differently because they just want to American sports system. Well I get that. There's that, but it's it's it doesn't matter where they're coming from if there was too many Saudis owned teams or Europeans or whoever. It's just too many of one. It might create a position of 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 power mm. and something that they could make rule changes with two thirds majority if there's enough of them. Oh, so change the power dynamic of the league ownership if if they all line up together. Exactly. I uh, got it. Yeah. I mean, remember, Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, those American owners behind closed doors, they tried to pull that Super League 
off. They're taking a shit on a radiator, aren't they? They're they playing are. a trick on somebody. I'd be shitting and on drawn, And drawn the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> they are, though. I mean, they're all guilty of that, right? And they've kind of walked yeah. away now as as the uh, the full guys, the Real Madrids and Juventuses of the world uh, take it on the nose. Although, Juve, I mean, did you hear that they got a 15-point penalty for uh, essentially misreporting the wages of their players, speaking of financial fair play? 15 points. Go. And to the point where it's possible that Federico Bernadeschi might be banned for 30 days. They're not That's sure right. how it's going to work out because of uh, his time at Juventus. But, uh, I mean, yeah. once again, Juve must be, They're that team, aren't they? They're that little shit disturber that's always up to something bad. But they'll be lining up to get in the Super League. Barcelona, Real Madrid, these teams that are really financially strapped, they haven't, the Premier League's in awesome financial shape. There's no, no worries there. A lot of Europe, part of, parts of Europe aren't, and these clubs are struggling. So... Yeah, Super League, absolutely, they're lining up for it. You think how, how pissed off Juventus would be right now as well? Because if they had those points, they'd be sitting in second place, I think it is. Yeah, it went Napoli. So Napoli see Juventus drop 15 points. They see Inter Milan lose. They see uh, uh, Lazio. Did mm. they, no, Lazio beat AC Milan. AC Milan lost. Lazio, lost. Lazio beat AC Milan 4-0. Yeah, 4-0, yeah. yeah. So Napoli's just walking to the championship. Someone said uh, if, if, if on Twitter, if Maradona was alive today, he'd be pretty happy right now. Argentina world champions, Napoli going to win the Serie A. Didn't Insigne, didn't Insigne come? Sorry, Sharms. Didn't Insigne come from Napoli? So he would have been on that that squad right now. Yeah. 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 Since he left, though, they they something happened. So we can just say it's Insigne, can't we? Yeah. yeah. And boy, what a season they had at TFC last year. They're about to <laughs> sign Sean Johnson, though, right? That's going to happen. Very soon, apparently. That's a legit, good signing. Legit goalkeeper. I did a little, I wrote a little piece today. I'm going to air it on uh, Room Four Four Two at some point when this this happens. Looking at the history of goalkeepers at Toronto FC, hmm. going over all these names, and it really takes you back. Greg Sutton obviously was number one, right, Jimmy? When you were there, he was injured a lot, though, right? He he was hurt quite Concussion. a bit. Concussion. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then we had. Uh... I mean, over the years, we, we've had some decent. Stefan Fry was good. Excellent. We had uh, Julio Excellent. Cesar, the Brazilian national. That was a goals. crazy one, right? When Cesar yeah. joined, I mean, he was one of the top keepers in the world, right? At QPR, got yeah. loaned out to make them at the Brazil, essentially make the Brazil team for the World Cup, right? Yeah. yeah, he was awesome. What a great guy he was. Was he? Amazing guy. You wouldn't mean a nicer guy, and you felt for him. That was a the year. They Brazil thought they were going to win it all, didn't they? And they got absolutely pumped, remember? Did they ever? Yeah. When you hey Jimmy, when you were there like that, were you in the assistant GM role when he came or were you behind Nelly? I forget now. No, I was with uh alongside Nelly. I was assistant coach when he came in. Right, right. So when did you find out about that deal? When did we find out? Like you, when did you find out about it? Uh when they were close to signing him. And they were talking to him because they asked us. Normally, what they do is right um, upstairs, a GM and everybody will they'll come down, sit with the staff. Hey, listen, we got these three players. What'd you think? Thoughts? Blah blah blah. And you just have a good discussion about that player. And then when you're like, "Yep, yeah, that's the one. Let's get him." Then they'll go out and get him. And they came down, and said, "Listen, I think we we can get him." What'd you think? You know, he, he will come here just before the World Cup. I think Ryan Nelson had a lot to do with that as well. And we were all looking at each other. It's like, "Fucking, are you kidding me?" 
get him. <laughs> get this guy. <laughs> and sure enough, you know, like a, a week later, he's walking through the front door. That, that was one of those moments of uh, it felt surreal to be at a TFC press conference, right? Back in those days and, and seeing Cesar up there. It was, it was pretty cool. But he, now Joe Bendick had just won the gloves I think the year before from, from Frey, hadn't he? I believe. Yeah. Oh, maybe Frey was hurt, but Bendick had the gloves though. I think wasn't he playing pretty well? I mean, how do you? Joe was good. Joe was a good keeper. I like Joe. Yeah, he was good. He's so how beast. do you? And that's a long time ago. Now it's unfair to put you on the spot here. But do you remember how, how that was managed? Because you got this young goalkeeper who hadn't done too much wrong, and then you you bring in this you know world class keeper from Brazil, and yeah. say, okay, now now the gloves are yours for the remainder of the season. Yeah, well, I think it's I think as well. You know, a young goalkeeper is looking at you know Julio Cesar going. Um, I'll take a back seat right now if this guy's coming in. Brazil legend. <laughs> you know, and it was good for it was good for the, the young goalkeepers at the time as well to learn off of him, learn what it means to be a professional, watch him in training. And I think everybody learned off of him. I think Stefan Fry was the biggest loss. Like he was overall, he's a goalkeeper that well, he's still playing for Seattle and he's you know yeah, he was great. He, he didn't leave on good terms here. They 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 screwed him around. Like it wasn't good. Yeah, good keeper, man. Come. And he's steady, still playing in the league all these years later. Yeah, he could have been here forever. Right. Yeah. Remember that save at BMO Field? Oh, that's it was ridiculous. Yeah. One of the best saves you'll ever see. And especially as you know, the moment and when it happened. Yeah. Just crazy. He was a great guy though, Stefan. Like he came back and uh he didn't remember the media by name, had been away for like years. One mm-hmm. of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's done very well. Some of these other names are, I forgot. I mean, David Monsalva, Salve is That's a great right. guy. Great guy as well. Young, young player when he came through. Really young player, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't didn't play much. Good guy. Yeah, really good guy. Um, Kenny Stamatopoulos, of course, was there for a few games in that inaugural yeah. year, I think. That's right. Then he went back to Europe, I think, didn't he? Greece, I want to say. Yeah, Greece, you think you're right. Scandinavia? No, Scandinavia. Yeah. Let's, let's ask Jimmy. Jimmy, okay, year one, TFC, name the goalkeepers that played in MLS. Uh, Greg Sutton. Done. Brian Edwards. Uh, not in the first year. We drafted him, didn't we? First year? Maybe you know what? Actually, it's good actually. No, it wasn't year. the first year, but second year, yeah, you did draft him. Brian, six games behind Sutton. Brian Edwards. Um. Then we had. Jeez, uh, I covered those games. I can't remember. I blanked it out on purpose. We had Kenny. Kenny was in goal. Then we had uh, Surjan. Yep. Yeah. Then we had. Uh, Who am I missing? There's one guy. Um, I don't remember this guy. Played two games. Chichinsky? No, no. Sam Ooh. Reynolds. Oh, Sam Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Sam Reynolds. Yeah, Californian guy. Nice guy. He's an agent now, actually, in MLS. Is really he really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Brian Edwards played just uh, six games in his first year, three in his second. Then I, I guess he left or, or something happened. That's when Stefan Frey came in and played the bulk of the games. Uh, John Conway course still goalkeeper coach he stuck yeah. around yeah he's a big man 
Milos Kosic, remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Milan? Uh, what, a, what a goalkeepers, eh? A lot, a lot of players lot. and goalkeepers, buddy. A lot of players, yeah. <laughs> <They're fucking laughs> rotating door. I think they had the most in the league at one point, like 60 players that were in and out. Chris Konopka, remember him? Konopka, great guy. They're all great guys. Any any Arsenal goalkeepers that you play with? Yeah. You're looking <laughs> at them right there. <laughs> uh, I fucking knew it. Te- teed them up right there. <laughs> Open yeah. the door right there. Yeah. Someone, someone's on playing T-ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I want to find some other things to test yeah. Jimmy. Wait, Amy Walsh, he posted something last week or something about <clears throat> goalkeepers and bitching all the time. I was like, fucking having to clean up your mess all the time. <laughs> <laughs> do goalkeepers get a bad rap, Craig? Do you do kind of the union get together sometimes and just have a therapy sessions and say, why are we the guys always being singled out? You know, it's being oh, the yeah. ones, the strange ones. Oh, yeah. Well, you get a bunch of goalkeepers together, the conversation is like, yeah, just ripping them. And then didn't the players rip us too? Oh, they're hammering all the time with goalkeepers. All the time. Why didn't you come for that? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do that? Yeah. Uh, Kyle Laren has, has moved clubs or is about to move clubs. It hasn't been done already. No, it's Real Valladolid, or Valladolid is the right way of yeah. saying it. He's got a lot to prove, eh? It's a be tough, tough one. It's a tough one, Jimmy. Eh? I mean, you, yeah. you you go to any team in a relegation battle, the atmosphere, yeah, the, I mean, it's terrible. You're not walking into a dressing room full of life and, you know, everybody's buzzing. It's 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 not good. And at that club's having a tough time scoring goals. I think they've got 13 goals in 18 games so far this season. Sitting, yeah. But it's pretty tight down there, too. So, they, you know, they've spent some money and they're taking a chance. But I was looking at the, the, the pay structure of La Liga and, man, oh, man, it's – massively different from the top from the bottom it's so different than the premier league i think that club in total has a wage bill of about 13 million pounds just under and you know and the big boys barcelona real madrid like what are we talking about like 171 million and 200 million they've scored 13 <laughs> goals this year 13 goals so you know why it's being brought in there but i mean a guy that hasn't played much this year isn't on top form. We know he's got goals. We've seen him score before, uh, club level and obviously international level. But I mean, what is Kyle Aaron at 27 now? You know, he's still, I hate to say it, an unproven commodity, but mm. I just, I don't know. He can look really good, but then in the last year or so, just not so much. Well, I would have to think that uh, the club in Belgium, Club Bruges, uh, would think the th- same thing too, because if he was what they thought they were getting, he wouldn't be moving on on loan. Yeah. And it's just the way it is. That's what they think. Now you've got an opportunity where you can prove yourself again. And uh, this is what he has to do in a very difficult situation because everybody's going to play better than them. Just about, you know? Yeah. No, it's tough for him. You know, and you, I mean, look, there's there's two things with it now. He's either going to go there and he's going to prove himself. The whole club's relying on him to score goals when you bring in a new striker. You know, the players are going to be looking at him going, get us out of this relegation. In the back of his mind as well, he's not going to feel as much pressure because he knows he's still got – he's going back to Bruce, right? So he's just going there to play football. But if he does do well, then there's an opportunity that he, he's getting out of there. Okay. Right? 
if he's going to get out of Bruce and he might get an opportunity to go to a bigger club if he goes in there and does well. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. Like Craig said, when you're in a, a relegation battle, it is difficult and it's not pretty football and his goals are going to be all scrambles and just whatever, knockdowns, anything that's right. in around the box. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it too. When you're in a side like that, he could, first three games he plays, he could be just chasing shadows. He might not even get a chance. He might not get any service. They're obviously not creating much. No, they're not. Okay. They're not so, creating anything. No, and I don't, I'm not sure he's the, you know, the type of guy that's going to beat two or three players in bed. In fact, I, he's not. Yeah. Another guy in a similar position is we'll Ek Ugbo. He's uh he's leaving. Well, the rumors are leaving Troy. Hasn't played much there this year. Hasn't scored. Uh, maybe one goal, maybe in I think fourteen or something. But being linked with the league championship, a few clubs there are interested in him. Mm-hmm. It's is that so much better than MLS? If you're Jimmy, what are you advising a young player? I mean, he's not that young. He's young enough, actually. He's pretty young. Um, is the league championship a better option than than going to MLS? The championship in England? Yeah. Oh yeah. So you say that really confidently, right? But a lot of people ask me that question: like, what what is better? What's a better choice? Why is it a better choice than MLS? I think the clubs are the clubs are bigger you're in the eyes of everybody else that's in england and europe mm-hmm. if you do well in the championship you're going anywhere the stature of that league and how it's perceived in europe is uh, much higher than mls but yeah. at the same time what are you looking at i mean as an individual time of your career what you're going to get length of contract opportunities when they arise or when they don't arise all these things come into play. You don't always get what you want or, or your pick and choice. So, but if you're in the championship, yeah, that's a it's a it's a freaking doggy dog league. Really, really tough. Yeah, Jimmy, on the other, both won that league. But where's the balance though? Because you could also end up playing somewhere like I don't know, not to critic, not to single out one one place, but Hull, right, or, or Rotherham, Preston. Right, or you could go to LA or New York, Miami, Toronto. I mean, at what point do you say, okay, quality? I say quality of life. It's still a, you still have a nice life over there, right? But it's got to be an allure, though, going to North America, some of these big markets, right? And the lifestyle. Yeah, you have here. guys want the lifestyle, but I think big if you're time. going to get to Europe, no pressure. Like no pressure comparing to, you know, nobody's yelling at you in the grocery store. They're asking for your autograph, no matter what you win or lose in North America. But over there, they're throwing lettuce at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's that awful kind of English lettuce, you know, like the soggy stuff. It's not like yeah. a crisp iceberg, is it? Oh, fuck. When I went over there in the 80s, man, you couldn't get a salad. <laughs> Fucking leather money. <laughs> <laughs> salad dressing. Oh, got salad. Salad cream. They had the but salad. Salad cream's cream. delicious. I love that stuff. Come get it here. It's all they had. It's disgusting. It's not fucking put on everything. Italian, a little olive oil and vinegar or something like that. No, fuck olive oil. Or You're right though. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Is that is a glass? Is a glass container with that salad cream in it? And yeah. you're right. That's, that's all there was. Is it? <laughs> a salad cream is disgusting. Oh. And the Oh, they put on everything as well. They put on pasta and steak and what? salad dressing, right? They put a salad cream on salad dressing on steak and pasta. Oh yeah, who does? Dabble that shit everywhere. 
In Bristol and or not? Ketchup, you put oh, brown, sauce, brown sauce on everything, ketchup on everything. Well, brown sauce is different. That's 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 uh that's pretty great. What is great, brown goes, sauce? goes great actually with uh, Bizzo's breakfast. What oh, is brown sauce? I'm a big fan. Like an HP? I'm a big fan. HP sauce, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, really yeah, good. HP. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Wonga, open yeah. that sack of yours up, will you? Okay, this is a fun one. And it's a can men's team reference too. So uh, Gunnar, our Arsenal fan, uh, he asked, what is the best destination for Jonathan David this summer? Or maybe just in the next bit? It's a great question. Next best destination. Mm. Well, I mean, he's been linked with some pretty big clubs. He's scoring a hell of a lot of goals right now. Yeah. One of the top scorers in all of Europe. I would say, you know, Real Madrid would be a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, the bigger club he gets to, that's where he's got to go. Like, he's got to try to get to the biggest. So, uh, you're club. not going to the PL? Like, you don't think it matters where you go on a pure. Well, I mean, marketing if you go to, level if and if you go to the Premier League, if you're at the bottom of the Premier League, you're making millions. You're making millions. You're at the bottom of the Spanish League. You're not, you know. So we're you're going where the money is, and the Premier League clubs, top to bottom, could afford him. No question. And what about for career? What where do you want to be as a career? Because you don't want to go somewhere and fail. You've seen that way too many times, right? Yeah, but he's he's got belief in himself. He wants to. You want to go to the Premier League. Yeah. Well, he's mentioned with Arsenal, <clears throat> Manchester United, both looking for Fuck, for forward that'd be help. Amazing. Are you kidding me? You're going. I'm not even thinking twice. I'd be knocking on the manager's door and going, "Get me over there." Yeah, if you just hear I a whisper. Arsenal and Man U. But do you think? I mean, as as to the question, I mean, do you think that's a big jump, right? He's been very strategic in his in his move so far, right? Gank to to Bruges, right? Yeah. To, to, sorry, to Lille. He's smart. Those are great um, moves. You're right. Really good moves, right? Because mm. now the whole world's watching him. But is that next step now? He's 20, is he 23? 23, 24. Is that yeah. next step has to be the big one? Or is it one in between? Oh, it's got, I think the big one now. At that age. If you're his agent, you're making this one the big one. You know, fucking go in another year. Put yourself at risk. Let's get it done now. Mm. Yeah, I would... Especially a team like Arsenal as well, where everybody's pretty much your age right now. Yeah, good point. Get in that group. Youngest what team if, in the league. What if someone from the lower tier right now, like an Everton or a, I don't know, someone fighting relegation, West Ham, like mm-hmm. would that still be considered, even though it's PL, would it still be considered a good move? Or what, what would you stay away from if you were advising them? What would you stay away from? I would try to get them to stay out of a relegation battle. If you could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even if they're throwing bag loads of money, oh, they're car loads. Throw stupid money at them. Oh, they'll throw stupid money. Yeah. It'll be nuts. Yeah. Like I said, it's all about opportunity, timing, and choice. Like you see what's around. But yeah, if like one of those clubs, Brighton and Hove, I'll be in, like, fuck, you're there in a second making 20 million a year like what are we talking yeah. about here just turned 23 by the way just turned 23 what about a team like um crystal palace they could use mm-hmm. them definitely use them right? they're gonna be they'll be fine this year they got a good young manager in Vieira. good decent team yeah he's, well, he's, he's getting pissed off with the ownership there as well not bringing in the players and not spending the money yeah mm-hmm. he's getting frustrated because he knows he's just going to sit in that area of the, the Premier League, that mid-table. That's, and- that's the 
that's the nature of that club or those clubs like that and all the other ones in the championship and, and division or league one that have been in the premier league before it's, yeah. it's tough outside of the, the big, big clubs, you know? Well, they know. Look, I mean, Dougie Freeman's obviously sitting there going, look, our, our goal is just to survive, stay in the premier league. We know we're not going to, we're not getting in champions league. We're not going to win it. Maybe one year we might push and get an opportunity for the Europa, but we're not getting in that Champions League, but we're not spending the money. Yeah. And it's so important for, like you see Nottingham Forest, again, trying to, they're trying to buy their, their way into safety here. Well, right out of the gates, buying 26 players and then they'll buy more. If you stay in the Premier League for one year, then you really establish yourself if you get relegated for the complete parachute drops. The payments will be complete. If you're only out for one year and you go straight down, it's not quite – It's not nearly as much money so it's imperative oh. to stay there the first year and then you're then you're looking in good shape <clears throat> team like burnley is a classic example in the premier league for years of course but they get relegated it's not a level playing field in the championship burnley have significant financial power along with norwich and these other teams that are collecting you know they're all in in and around their west brom yeah the rest of them it's tough to break into that because they have so much more money than you do well, look at your look at your Ipswich Town, how they've come fallen. to be, right? Yeah, they've fallen from grace. I mean, they're they're doing well in League One, and the club's buzzing about it, and shows you it doesn't matter what league you're in if you're winning. You know, mm. the fans are having a good time. And when you're well, you look you look at the top five clubs in in the in the Championship right now: Burnley, Sheffield, Watford, Norwich. All four of them were in the Premier League over the last what? Seven years. Yeah, they're almost like there's a division in between the championship and the Premier League. There's a, yeah. a group of teams that sort of hover in there, and Norwich mm-hmm. don't mind being that team. No, they're happy to be the yo-yo club, just up yeah. and down. I mean, their Make owners the are cook. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's right's books. I started. La- sorry, I started laughing yeah. there because Jimmy did the old. Trying to compete. Hey, with- look at the top five teams, and he read four off. <laughs> Yeah. No, you know why? Because Blackburn's in there. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> what Jimmy's coming. And Black, Blackburn's in fourth and Norwich is in fifth. Okay. Hey, look at uh, look at Sunderland not far back either, right? They're just uh, a point back of the well. playoff spots. Yeah. Jeez, they, they've, they've come back to something. Anyway, and Wrexham, right? by the way, they've gone top of the conference. Yeah, they yeah. have. That's right. Yeah, brilliant. We're going to cut a, uh, a, a social bit um, trying to get Ryan Reynolds on our show. Jimmy came up with the idea, or well, Great idea. one of our yeah. friends came up with the idea, so we're going to try and push that, see if yeah. Ryan will come on. Get Craig yeah. to send it to him. Did uh, you see the uh, Letterman interview with Ryan Reynolds and his Letterman's uh, interview series? On no. Netflix? It's really no. good. Yeah. Pretty good. Was yeah. he already in? Because I, I like seeing Letterman when he looks like an old... Uh, yeah, he's got the beard. Old, old broken Santa. I love yeah, that. But he's such a brilliant interviewer, right? Yeah. And uh, no, it's, it's great. Watching that show, and I'm just... Looking at Ryan and looking at my wife and thinking, if he decided that he wanted my wife, like there's nothing I could do about it. Mm. Nothing. I like, thought he, he, I thought you he, were gonna say if I was gonna, I might have to hook up with Ryan. Five men. Dysfunction. Yeah. I leave my wife for Ryan Reynolds. There you go. He's interviewing, you know, and he's this and that. And then he starts cooking, and he's a great cooker. And it's, of course, he's a good fucking uh, fuck Christ. He'd be he's the perfect. worst to hang out with. You just feel an inferior around him. Oh, all yeah. The time. It's like a different oh, species God. to me. Jesus. Oh, yeah. 
I hope he has like hairy, hairy ears or something. Something, like something right? Something, be something, right? Yeah, it has to be. He's like yeah. Mr. Perfect. Yeah, like his calves are too skinny or something. Yeah, See, Ooh, I don't, I don't know because if if I was around him, I'd be trying to suss him out because I'd be going, "You're, you're a very good actor." So somewhere along the line here, you're full of shit. You might not be a good cook. You might be pretending you're a good cook, or you, you know, something, really something with point. these people. I'm telling you. Yeah, he's, he's, a a he's a fraud. Yeah. He's a fraud. Jimmy, will, Jimmy would find a weakness. It's like three card Monty. He's gonna find the king of eight, the king of spades. It could we'll be a real dickhead we'll right, in real eyes. life, a complete tosser. But you know, he puts on this facade, this this mask, the muse that is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. He'll still get my wife though, regardless. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, he is. Well, we, we think he is. Yeah, well, he can he, he can prove us he can prove we're us right now because we're jealous. <laughs> yeah, we are jealous. <laughs> he can prove us right. I interviewed a guy last week actually who um, has a Wrexham FC podcast, and oh. and and he's followed by both Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, but has yet to have him on the show. So maybe we could go through that route as well. Right. I think we go straight at him. Straight at him. Well, Craig's Craig right and him are, are, are Twitter buddies, and I, I DM'd him and. I, it, Christ, I'm glad I didn't hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's not he's not great on the social media. He's not a great social media. Or he is. might not run his own social too. That's the other well, maybe thing, their right? supporters will go get him. Yeah. Yeah. Supporters club, go get him. Yep. Bring him tie him up, blindfold him, and bring him to Footy Prime. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of supporters, Amy Walsh is back with us on Friday. Yes. Woo! What should we talk to Amy about? I don't know. Her lovely hair. Her hair is nice. Almost as nice good as Jimmy's. Jimmy and her have the best hair on the on the, the people we hang I, out with. I had my hair cut. Though, shouldn't See, it's not bad. Your hair, you know what? You, when you get a haircut, it's not bad. Craig's yeah, is bad. miserable. JC's hair, when he goes full mullet, I get Thanks. a kick out of that. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. like Peaky Blinders almost, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, your, oh, your hair is, mine's crazy. Hair is, yeah. Yeah, You're mine like is, Kramer. Yeah. It can be Kramer-esque. It can be... But I watched the last season of Peaky Blinders again. It is... What a show. If anyone needs a Netflix binge, watch Peaky Blinders. It's a real like good lift-me-up show, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Having a rough day, having a tough time. Hey. That, like, it's supposed to be in Coventry, isn't it? No, Birmingham. 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 Yeah, and Liverpool. Yeah. It's funny, no one can say Birmingham without saying, yeah, Birmingham. Birmingham. You just can't say it. It's impossible not to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we'll talk some uh, some Premier League with Amy as well. Yeah. All the games, of course, you can find at fubotv.com slash footy prime. And uh, maybe uh, we'll get some footy picks and lay some wagers, courtesy our friends at North Star Bets. Footybets.ca. <laughs> That's a different commercial, I think, isn't it? Oh, sorry. I Five guys. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to get to before we say farewell? No. No, that's about it. It's a All snowy right. day. Enjoy snowy the weather, day. fellas. Yeah. All right, boy. Drive safe, I'll be, everyone. I'll be watching the Toronto SC Vancouver Wakeup game in Palm Springs in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Yes. Good for you. Reds. You're going to come back content for us? Hey, where's Richie right now? Richie Lorenz. He'll be down there probably. He's yeah, but is he, is he still on loan or what? Like, what's the deal? Yeah. He's oh here. no, they they signed him, didn't they? Or has it's it good. has it not been done yet? That's I don't know. It's a very no, good question. I don't know. 
I think okay. he's on the loan for the year, no? He's mm-hmm. on the loan for the year? I think so. That's what I... Mm-hmm. And in other news, Max Crapo is on course. He's feeling good, and his treatment Ooh. is going well, and he's uh, no idea when he'll play, but he's uh, he's happy with his progress. Very great to hear. They bun nouvelle. We'll get all these guys on the show at some point, right, fellas? Yeah, let's yeah. get Max on the show. Not before Greg. we get Sean Dijon. And Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, we've got Amy Walsh. Max that should be good enough. For Ryan. Yeah. All right, until next time, uh, keep buying newspapers. And uh, yeah, cheers for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.